This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, Brittany burning through her fortune to get her freedom. God bless you all. Why her Instagram has professionals seriously concerned. The general public categorically does not understand how seriously ill Britney Spears was and probably still is. Plus, Dax Shepard's drug relapse. How Kristen Bell is standing by his side. Everybody's up against their own demons. Then, Kelly Clarkson. I want more. I'm greedy. Gives us a sneak peek at tonight's Billboard Music Awards. It's going to be a little different than what people are expecting. And The Bachelorette, blown up. Claire's gone. I do things my way. Claire tells us what's next. E.T. starts right now. Britney Spears is burning through her fortune as she fights her father in court. And now the singer is thinking about beefing up her legal team, get this, to the tune of nearly $1,000 an hour in legal fees. Could this battle over conservatorship break Britney both financially and emotionally. This summer has been so much fun for me. I learned so much. I laughed so much. Brittany was upbeat on Instagram, but a no-show for today's virtual hearing, all focused on her $57 million estate. 
Keep in mind, Britt says she doesn't want to work. Her bank account is bleeding. They've spent $1.2 million on trustee and legal fees. And this morning, the judge ruled she can hire more attorneys. Their rate, almost a grand an hour. Another concern, excessive spending. The general public categorically does not understand how seriously ill Britney Spears was and probably still is. Dr. Drew says overspending is a real worry for people like Britney who have bipolar disorder. Really wild expenditures as the mania kicks up. And I'm guessing she must have done that at some time in the past. And look, that can end up in as much a disaster as anything else if she ends up spending everything, which can happen in a manic state very easily. So to have somewhere there at least bridling her makes sense. And what about Britney's Instagram? Are there any clues to her mental health there? The singer, who has 26.5 million followers, regularly posts dance videos and her favorite outfits. To look at her engaged in some of the poses that she puts on Instagram, I mean, she's a middle-aged mother of two. It, It seems a little disconnected. Now, maybe intentionally so, But uh, it seems as though there is some developmental delay or some lack of insight into who she is now in her middle ages. Does it ever get too hard mentally or physically to do what you do? No, I love what I do. I mean, there's been days where it's been harder for me than other days, of course, you know, and I just, um, I just, you know, my philosophy is just take each day at a time. We jump from Britney's struggles to Kristen Bell's husband, Dax Shepard, and his latest relapse, Lauren. Yeah, Kev, sobriety is a lifelong journey, right? But what we love is that Kristen is with him every step of the way. He is actually doing really great. I mean, look, you know, everybody's up against their own demons. Last month, Dax confessed on his Armchair Expert podcast that he turned to Vicodin after getting surgery, upping the dose, and kept it all a secret from his wife of nearly seven years. I'm on them all all day. I'm taking 8.30s a day. He was like, I don't want to risk this family, and I did, so let's put, you know, new things in place to make sure it doesn't happen again. Today on Ellen, Kristen shared part of their new plan. We're going back to therapy, and I will continue to stand by him because he's very, very worth it. Next, Lily James and Dominic West speak out about affairs. I think that it's better to throw yourself in and make mistakes with an open heart. That's the Mamma Mia 2 actress talking to Harper's Bazaar last month while promoting her upcoming film, Rebecca. At the time, Lily and Dominic were working together in Italy. The character of Rebecca, you know, went against all norms and as a woman and, you know, disobeyed her husband, had affairs and was basically just brilliant. Affairs happen, they happen and they happen for reasons that um, we've tried to explore. Dominic, who famously starred on Showtime's The Affair, told us that six years before he and wife Catherine put on this display of unity, saying their marriage is strong. Back in 2012, when asked if his wife minds him playing adulterous roles, Dominic said, quote, she doesn't care as long as I'm back with the kids. I've known her for 20 years now and she dumped me on several occasions. I can't surprise her in any way now. And finally, why did James Vanderbeek flee L.A. with his family? Posting from his new home in Texas, the dad of five explained it was after 10 months of heartbreak with wife Kimberly. Quote, we spent Christmas break thinking she had a tumor. The doctor was wrong, thank God. A business colleague stabbed me in the back and my mom died. The 43-year-old also pointed to this. We lost the baby. 
Kimberly later had another miscarriage. And there was this. Uh, and the, the, Can I give it to James? Please? No, no, no. Quote, I was prematurely booted off in front of the whole world. James now says he's grateful to spend more quality time with his kids away from L.A. You just, like, make your priorities and you just, like, elbow out time. Kev, I think if there's one thing this year has brought all of us, it is that perspective. Yeah, and it's great that he can spend more time with his kids. Virtual learning <laughs> is something else. Meanwhile, <laughs> some of the biggest stars in the music world are gearing up to perform in person at the Billboard Music Awards, and three-time host Kelly Clarkson says, expect some big changes. Hey, hey. This show's obviously going to be different. Billboard Music Awards. <laughs> COVID ain't stopping this train. adapt um, rather easily and show must go on. Kelly won't just host, but she also opens tonight's socially distant and audience free live show. Kelly will perform Whitney Houston's Higher Love with Sheila E. and Pentatonix. It's going to be probably my favorite um, opening. I'm very much in love with what we're doing. Half of it's live and half of it's live to tape, so it's still going to get that kind of normal feeling. Tonight will also mark an emotional return to the public eye for Kelly's fellow voice coach, John Legend. We will never break. John will perform his new song, Never Break, for the first time since the devastating pregnancy loss of his third child with wife Chrissy Teigen. Probably the coolest thing for me this Billboard Awards um, is Garth Brooks is receiving the Icon Award this year. I spoke with Garth, who was gearing up for tonight's big honor. Billboard has always kind of been the stamp on music, and it's going to be, well, it's a special night, special award. I feel very lucky. Yeah, I mean, come on, you've earned every bit of that. So I sing a song for the hustlers. Other performers include Alicia Keys, Demi Lovato, and Brandy, who makes her Billboard performance debut. Very huge moment for me, so I'm really blessed. So we're kind of getting back to normal with these award shows. Uh, nothing normal about The Bachelorette. Lauren Zima has moved to her happy place with all of the aftershocks from night one. Thanks, Kev. Last night, Claire stepped out of the limo and into the bubble with 31 men vying for her heart. It's time for Roses and Rosé. Bennett. <laughs> Good to meet you. Hi. Hi. I mean, I am ready for a hot guy already. How are you? Hi. Come on over. Dale, hi. Yes, hello. I'm ready. Oh, my God. I'm shaking. Dale made quite the impression on our girl, Claire, so let's talk to her to find out. <laughs> what? For me, being a confident woman, I honestly stood there all night and I was like, great to meet you. And then with Dale, I felt like I was just a blubbering mess of, you, you know, you saw me talk to her. I was like, what did I just say? Did it sound okay? And what just happened? For me to be at a loss for words, I think that definitely says a lot. I knew it. And I wondered what you knew because you did admit that you looked your guys up during quarantine. There was nothing against the rules of going on social media and looking at people's face. I feel like I'd be doing myself a disservice to not do my research. In a lot of his stories, he would talk about his mom or he would talk about his family. And that is something that deeply resonates with me. And I just felt on any level, whether it be friendship, whether it be a romantic connection, I knew, I just felt like there would be that good connection with him. Every time I wake up, I think about you. And when I go to bed at night, I think about you. We hear one man say, Claire's gone. <laughs> and we hear another say, like, 
okay, do we get a new Bachelorette in here? Flare it up for me. Is Taisha the new Bachelorette after you? <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny anything. All I can speak for is my journey and my story on this. Well, does the process get cut short? Um, I do things my way and uh, we'll see. We'll see if it does. I can promise you that I stayed the entire time. I wanted Taisha as the Bachelorette a while ago. She's a very grounded woman, a woman who knows what she wants. I completely support that. I wanted her to be the Bachelorette forever. I always was for that. And Claire made it happen by blowing up the show. Now, The Bachelorette isn't the only reality TV favorite pulling off new shows during a pandemic. Hair and makeup was in hazmat. Shark Tank and Amazing Race are back. Go! How both shows changed up their seasons to make air. Go! Then Kate Hudson and Gwyneth Paltrow kiss and tell. Their movie makeouts that were anything but magical. He had just had snot all over his face. And Dolly Parton on her most iconic styles. How you think I looked? <laughs> hey everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The ET Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Even a global pandemic can't stop two of TV's biggest reality shows from returning this week. Two of our favorites, yeah. right, Nichelle? Shark Tank and Amazing Race. I don't think people know how much we we're like deep these in shows. It. Yeah, we it's are our deep jam in it. for real. Now everybody may be wondering, because we were wondering, how can contestants race all around the world and still stay safe? Well, it's all in the timing. Welcome to the Hollywood Bowl and the start of your amazing race. One of the great things about race coming back is just to see the world the way it was. Season 32 of The Amazing Race premieres tonight. How'd they pull off those foreign taxi rides, wild physical challenges, and a massive celebration in the Caribbean during a pandemic? It was actually shot nearly two years ago. No Amazing Race cast has ever had to wait so long to be able to now share secrets that they want to share because they have to wait till it goes to air. Go! So did the winner have to wait to get their prize till now? They gotta wait. They gotta oh, wait. Yeah, I mean, you can't just go down to the bank and say, hey, I got this big check I wanna cash. And really, where'd that check come from? Meanwhile, Shark Tank kicks off season 12 this Friday on ABC. The LA based production crew moved to the Venetian Resort in Las Vegas to create their own COVID free bubble. I wanna talk more about these protocols. Tell me everything. We had to quarantine for a period of time, get tested every third day. We, I mean, literally when we would walk to set, they had tape, a specific elevator, hair and makeup was in hazmat. So it was really, <laughs> it was completely different. Everything social distancing. If anybody was uncomfortable about anything, we would stop the entire production until we sorted it out. There was no playing around with this. The show will also look a little different this season. Everybody's in a big semicircle and you actually feel like you can have a conversation. It takes a pandemic for innovation, even in the Shark Tank. I like the fact that we don't need to share food with each other. We can't because Cuban used to always take all of my food. Ooh, Damon, I know exactly what you're talking about because that one right there, he is always in my plate, always. Always, because you come in with a lot of Tupperware full of good stuff and I'm always gonna eat it. For me. No, no, for us. <laughs> oh, by the way, let's go from us. finance and food to fashion and the one and only Dolly Parton who always knows how to make a fashion statement. 
that big old puffy hair. The stories behind her iconic looks, straight from Dolly herself. We were certainly dressed up nice. Then, Priyanka Chopra on Pandemic Life with Nick Jonas. <laughs> Plus, E.T.'s at home with Olympic gymnast Sean Johnson. This is how we get Sean to open the cabinet. Let's see this. <sighs> Oh my God. An exclusive look at her life in Nashville with husband Andrew and daughter Drew. Hi, beauty. I might have put this together myself. Dolly Parton plays fashion critic to herself, dishing on some of her iconic looks for Vogue. But that big old puffy hair, I would imagine somebody probably said, won't you do kind of like a little Merlin look? Marilyn Manson, more like it. Well, this was the rhinestone premiere. I remember thinking I have to look good because Stallone was hotter than Dooley at that time. In this 80s big shoulder pad look with Oprah? There ain't nothing big about me but my mouth and my boobs. <laughs> she is such a firecracker. And get this, it looks like Dolly's thinking about posing in Playboy again. She did it for the first time back in 1978, and she told a BBC radio show that for her 75th birthday in January, she might do it if it's, quote, in good taste. Dolly, you still look phenomenal, so why not? Well, like Dolly, Olympic gold medalist and proud mama, Sean Johnson calls Nashville home. And only E.T. was invited exclusively inside her family digs. Hey guys, come on in. Here, let's see if he does tricks. Nash, come here, you sit. Sit. Hi, baby. Oh, you're such a good Oh, dog. you're a sweetheart. This is how we get Sean to open the cabinet. Let's see this. You ready? Yeah. One, two, three. <sighs> oh my God, I love it. It's continually humbling. Every time I walk in here, it's like, all right, you got Sean's Olympic memorabilia, and then, you know, I played college. Are you kidding? So, you it's your NFL jersey. Yeah, college, <laughs> NFL, Olympian. I mean, quite the athletic household over here. No surprise, Andrew and Sean's 5,000-square-foot pad has its own gym. There's also plenty of space outdoors, a big master bath, and check out the mini kitchen for 11-month-old daughter, Drew Hazel. Well, any signs of her being a little athlete? Uh, yeah, she's a bruiser. I don't think she'll be a gymnast because she takes after her daddy. She'll be an athlete, I'm sure. Who is it? <laughs> it's she and Drew. Hi, beauty. Oh my God, it's you. People love y'all and they really love the East Family YouTube page as well. We kind of fell into it and it's been a hot mess of a roller coaster, <laughs> but I feel like I kept reading articles about myself and I was tired of being the gymnast and I just wanted people to know me. We're gonna have a baby. I remember when we went through the miscarriage, it was the first time I ever saw social media as not a one-sided platform. The only way I healed through the miscarriage was actually talking to women from around the world who had gone through the same thing. How does it feel to be parents? It's the best. Being a parent personally makes me feel like I've like fulfilled a purpose that I never knew I had. She's the greatest little thing ever. <laughs> the babies are hilarious. I would never go back now. Yeah. This is the best. You can't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I hate to break it to you, Andrew, but no turning back now, buddy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What an adorable family. And by the way, they do want more kids at some point in time. All right, well, family is also important to Priyanka Chopra Jonas. She, of course, has been hunkered down with her hubby, Nick, but she's also enjoying the perks of working from home. How have you been handling this new normal? I'm actually really grateful to be able to, you know, wear 
sweatpants with like a formal shirt and you know <laughs> do an interview with you. I got my house shoes on and everything y'all would never know. <laughs> yes, we are the house shoe queen. I'm barefoot, but <laughs> I, I like that too. Quarantining hasn't stopped Priyanka and Nick from seeing their new niece, Sophie and Joe's baby girl, Willa, but they haven't exactly been super social either. Nick is type one, I'm asthmatic, so uh, you know we've just been like super careful about who we interact with and how we do it, um, but I, I don't know, I'm, I'm so excited about going back to set. Priyanka, are you going to Matrix 4 now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? And that's all I can say, can you imagine the gag order on that one? What Priyanka can talk about? The new Amazon Prime thriller, Evil Eye. She's executive producing with Blumhouse Television. Who's the bigger scaredy cat? You or your boy Nick? He watches a movie like completely stoic and I'm like inside his you know, shirk by the end of it. Out now, the movie features a predominantly South Asian cast. Sunita Mani stars as a young woman whose mother is pressuring her to get married. But when she meets her new boyfriend, she's convinced he's trying to kill her. I'm trying to save your life, Palu! My quest in life as a producer is to influx Hollywood with brown people because we don't see enough of us. I feel like so many people can relate in some elements of the yeah. story, in particular, Pushy mama when it comes to getting married. By the time I got there, I think it was like, we're not doing this, right, mom? <laughs> I used to put that pressure on myself. Really? I'm 35. I'm never going to get married. And I'm almost like, stop it. Do you know who you are? Look at the achievements that you've created. Mama always knows best. And Kev, I think we're all guilty of putting a little extra pressure on ourselves from time to time. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Then you get that ring. And then things get really crazy, right? Thanks, Rachel. All right, coming up, Gwyneth Paltrow and Kate Hudson's kissing confession. Plus, the co-star Gwyneth says was like smooching her brother. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Kate Hudson got to plan a big wet one on Matthew McConaughey and Fool's Gold, but it was wet for all the wrong reasons. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, Kate told Gwyneth Paltrow on her Goop podcast why kissing Matthew mm, wasn't so hot. Every time I kiss McConaughey, it's like, I mean, it's like there's just something happening and there's like snot or wind. He had just had snot all over his face. Oh. So it was only fair that Gwyneth then revealed a kiss that just didn't work for her. This moment in Iron Man. I think it's like with Robert, like when I kissed him and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is literally like kissing. <laughs> Don't even no. think about it. No, no, Don't even think about no. it. Good night, Good night. Good night. Good night. No, no, sir. <laughs> If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.